Welcome to Disney Parks and Beyond, a Disney podcast about theme parks and all things Disney from the After Dark Podcast Network. One's getting warm and one's getting cold. Well, is, <laughs> you can is, there, a finer, is there a finer start to an episode than that? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Disney Parks and Beyond. I'm Nick. Uh, you've already heard the dulcet tones of Mr. D. Hello there. I've got lukewarm tea and uh, tepid cider. Is there anything nicer? Uh, you also heard the giggle. I think in the background there of Sinead. I thought you were going to say P-Tabs there. <laughs> no. Although I, boyish giggle. Yeah, he probably, he probably did giggle as well, to be fair. But we are also joined by P-Tabs. Who's not talking. Has <laughs> he missed his cue? Has he gone to get a drink? He was Go here. Go on, P-Dubs, giggle. Uh, I thought he was too busy giggling. Uh, he's he's sorting his microphone out. He'll be here at some point. He'll be here at some Let's point. try now. I might be. There you go. Get back. Yeah. <laughs> I told um, you, get a new cable. I, I don't even know if it's the cable now. I'm thinking it's the laptop. Cable guy. Um, that's the only Jim Carrey reference on this episode. Well, it's the only planned one anyway. The only planned one. I'm yeah, sure we'll, something will come up. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Alrighty then. We'll see what happens. Right. Um, I suppose we should really start, first of all, with what are we drinking? So, uh, Mr. D's already kind of alluded to it, but Mr. D, what are you drinking? Yeah, I've got um, uh, biscuit flavoured tea again, and I've also got some old moot cider. I'm going to pop that on now. Oh, I've just woken the dog. With um with the biscuit tea, which I know we've talked, we've probably talked more about biscuit tea on this podcast than we have just Disney tea in times. general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney parks and tea. Um, is it is it much different than just making a cup of tea and just dropping a rich tea into it? Yeah, because you don't have the bits in the bottom. That's not uh, when you, you get, get the to the bottom bit. of the yeah. cup. That's fair. Yeah, it's not yeah, good. yeah, true, true. And I can't get the toast and jam one anywhere. It's sold out everywhere. I, I will have a butcher's hook next time I pop into the supermarché. Um, okay. Sinead, what are you drinking? I have a cherry Coke Zero. I feel like I'm the like Coke version of the podcast <laughs> where yes. everyone else is Pepsi Max. <laughs> we, we are. It's like the rivalry. I like it. I like it. Although, it, it's, it's Craig started drinking Raspberry Pepsi Max. I've seen, I've seen him talk about that a lot recently. He sent me something on instagram the other day about cinnamon coke zero and i was oh, like oh that sounds grim uh, <laughs> no it's horrible yeah that that was I'm gonna, I'm gonna out him that was ash that was uh former guests on the show and hopefully future guests uh over on a universal podcast ash um he sent the message he sent me one about coke vanilla a couple of weeks ago and uh, yeah he sent craig one about the cinnamon and i think I think I had it last year or maybe the year before. It only comes out at Christmas. Um, but it, I mean, frankly, as, as P-Dub said, it shouldn't come out at all. It's still not as bad as the, the Pepsi Max Ginger, though. No, you know what? I quite like Pepsi Max Ginger. but Yeah, I did all. I'm with you. 
Yeah, the one I didn't like, and it didn't last very long either, was I think it was called Pepsi Black, which is a ludicrous name because Pepsi is black anyway in colour. Um, but it was like uh, an espresso. Ooh. It was Pepsi and espresso. Ooh. And that did not work for me. They'll be selling that in Costa before too long. Probably. Probably. <laughs> which reminds me, I need to go and have some of their Christmas drinks because they look nice. Um, P-Dubs, what tea are you drinking? I am actually gone back to basics and I've got a nice Yorkshire gold. Oh, nice. Good choice. Most overrated tea. I don't I don't get the hype with Yorkshire. I was very disappointed. Although it, my wa- it was in my subscription box, so Really? Yeah. I mean it must be running out of ideas. Um saying that actually, my wife has bought some I can't remember what one it was, but it was um some tea from tea pigs. Um, so she's she started making proper tea, but she hasn't she hasn't asked me if I want to try one, which is very disappointing. But I will get her to make me one uh, and give that a go. Some proper loose leaf tea in a strainer. Um, I've just got cherry Pepsi Max. I might go and grab a beer in a minute because I've only got a little bit of cherry Pepsi Max left, and um, the other bottle of cherry Pepsi Max is still warm, so I'm not touching that. Um, right. Let's let's talk about the elephant in the room, right? Before we get into it. So not the president thing, like America, you can sort that out when you like, because we're we're just waiting to find out what's going on. But um They've got two presidents now, haven't they? They have so currently got two. Nice. Well they got they've got one and a half. It's it's like that um what was that crappy sitcom with Charlie Sheen? <laughs> Turn off man. Yeah, it's one and a half presidents. <laughs> um so yeah, you America sort it out when you want. That's that's fine. I know you got to do it by January, but you you sort it out. We're not going to talk about it tonight. But the last few months, I mean, look, it's been really hard for everybody. Um, all around the world, we've been affected. It's not going away anytime soon. I mean, we are on the cusp of vaccines starting to become available. They're still not going to be available for everybody. So the pandemic is still going to continue to an extent, even when they start rolling out these vaccines, it does mean there's some light at the end of the tunnel. These, It looks like these things work, so that's good news. Uh, that's obviously positive, mm-hmm. and it means we can start to get our lives more back to normal. Yeah. But we're not there yet. And, you know, we've been talking before we started recording, we've been talking during the week. We appreciate that it's not been all sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. And this podcast has never been about that. We've never pretended that everything's great with Disney, but it has been very, very hard recently to try and look at the, the positive stuff that's been going on. Um, and it's hard. It's been hard for us to record, and it's been it's probably been hard for you at times to listen to. So thank you for sticking with us. I, I mean that. Really appreciate you sticking with us. I'm not going to say things are going to be great from here on in. This week, we've got some quite good news to talk about, I think. So that's positive. But... Um, you know, we are going to try and think of some things on those weeks when it's not quite as positive as as we'd like it to be, or there's not so much good stuff going on that we can talk about. We are looking at other things uh, to do. So thank you for sticking with us. Please bear with us and, you know, carry on enjoying the journey. So I'm feeling really positive though. You are? I am. Yeah. Good. Good. It's good to There's discuss. a couple of COVID vaccines that are looking positive, including the Russian one. They've now come out and said Sputnik is 90% effective. So there you go. There's three. Happy days. Um, Scotland qualified for the Euros. 
that's a big deal. I was very pleased about that. Like, I know, like, there's this England-Scotland rivalry that's, you know, Taylor's oldest time. Um, and I do know some of my, you know, fellow Englishmen were a bit like, ah, oh, you know, can't wait for Scotland to lose. I, I don't, I never understand that. I, I okay. love to see Scotland and Wales and, and Ireland in, in the big tournaments. So, it's just nice to not get messages from all your English friends, things like, you know, England's off to the World Cup. Scotland, can you put the bins up for us? <laughs> that and does look, get a bit old. You know, the positive from my point of view is it's an easy three-pointer. So, you know, it's all good. Um, <laughs> but no, I can I can understand why that was that was such good news for you, Mr. D. And then I won 80 quid on the Masters as well. Thank you, Dustin. Oh, what a beaut. What yep. a beaut. So it's been a good week so far. No, it sounds it. Um, now, there is one more thing that I want to talk about, which I haven't mentioned to anybody else. So this is going to come as a surprise. No, don't get your hopes up. I'm not retiring or leaving. Sorry about that. Um, but it's something uh, we are, I'm doing it in conjunction with real life stuff. Um, and that is we're doing a fundraiser uh, for uh, Feed America. So this is a charity for those that aren't aware. And I, the reason I'm kind of saying this as well is because even though we're a British podcast uh, or UK podcast, we have a huge amount of Americans that listen, more so than the rest of Europe put together. I don't know why. Um, but we're currently raising money for Feed it, Feeding America. Um, it's a charity. The reason why this is a good food charity as well is because 98% of the profits that they make also, the ninety-eight percent of the money they they receive is actually put towards the cause, which is very unheard of. You know, some some charities only give like five percent away. It's madness. Um, so, we are trying to raise money for for them at the moment. Nights Thanksgiving, no times are hard. Couple of dollars if you can afford it would be great. There is going to be a link in the show description um, with instructions as to what to do and to say where you've come from which is the after dark network um and we're just trying to raise a little bit of money for them uh to support people over thanksgiving so if you are able to you know give a couple of dollars please do so it's a very worthy cause um and it's going to help a lot of people so uh just wanted to say that and with all that said really i think we should go and have a look at the latest news from inside the parks Let's get down to business to start planning that Disney trip. I'm Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys Travel here, proud sponsor of the Disney Parks and Beyond podcast. I specialize in all things Disney, Universal, and all major cruise lines. Disney cruises are spectacular, but you've got to book early to get the best pricing and stateroom selection. I offer generous onboard credits and take care of all your planning. Interested in Disney World, Disneyland, or Disneyland Paris? I can help with every bit of the planning process, including dining and fast passes. Find me on the Twitters at WP Magic Journeys or email me at wendyprater at magicaljourneystravel.com. I make the plans, you make the memories. Now, I've got a load of stuff that I've, I've uh, been looking at this week, but does anybody want to go first? And please take some of these stories that I'm looking at away from me. Sure, I can kick it off. So Disney Parks Blog released a video earlier of the them ride testing the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind coaster. Have any of you guys seen this video? 
I yeah. I have. <laughs> yeah. It looks so much fun. This ride looks like it's going to be absolute great crack. I'm so excited for it. I I thought, and I mean, I'm going to ask P-Dubs because he's probably the person that knows more than me about this. Have we not seen this? Not Not this video, but have we not seen the ride vehicles do this before? Yeah, I've got a feeling they showed it in the Imagineering story. I'm sure I've seen it. So, like when I was watching the video today, I was thinking I, I hadn't seen this video. So this footage no. they showed today, I, I hadn't seen before. But I thought I'm sure I've seen this moving somewhere before. Yeah, I've got a feeling it was in one of the warehouses that they'd set it up inside. Oh, you could be right. And at the time, I don't think we knew it was Guardians. I think they just showed in the same way that they showed some of the, the new animatronics that we didn't know what they were for at the time and, and things like that. I think this was in amongst that. Like when they showed the robot that was flying and we didn't know it was Spider-Man at the time, but you could kind of tell it was. But yeah. I think it was in that same little section that they showed a few of their, their behind-the-scenes bits. Yeah, that... that... That probably makes sense, actually. Now, Sinead, I'm not... I, I thought I was familiar with this, but the footage that we saw today yeah. was all outside, right? Mm-hmm. Looks to be anyways, yeah. But the ride is all inside, isn't it? So I it saw... Must, it must not be. I don't know. There must be well, some that... of it that goes outside. I don't think that's in the park. Oh. That's uh, Imagineering. That's Bob Iger's garden. So, Basically, yeah. So earlier today on YouTube, Disney posted a little video. It was only a couple of minutes long. And it was all the stuff that's coming to the parks. And they showed a shot of, and it was inside the ride building of the Guardians of the Galaxy track and, and ride vehicles. And there were two, I guess it must have been Imagineers or cast members sitting in the ride vehicle. It was definitely all indoors. That was a couple of hours ago. They just posted it. I could okay. I could be going mad, but I'm sure I could see the sky. Yeah, there's definitely a video doing the rounds with them outside on a yeah. on a small piece of the track. It's not the full full ride, mm. from what but, I can tell. Look, even in Bob, I Bob Iger's garden, I'm not going to get a full ride in there. I don't no. care how big a garden is. Um, Sinead, you brought this yeah. up. Um, what? Like to me, it reminded me in some ways of Crush's Coaster. A little bit, yeah. It was kind of like Crush's Coaster mixed with like a wild mouse because it would like I feel like Crush's Coaster, except for the start, doesn't spin quite so vigorously as this looked like it was spinning. <laughs> but um, yeah, it looks like it's going to be really fun. They are referring to it as a family friendly storytelling coaster, which I find intriguing. Um, and from what I, I think saw, the term they, huh? The, the the bit that I saw it it kind of makes out that the storytelling side of it is that the fact that they can spin the uh, the ride vehicle round so you are facing the story. Oh, uh, okay, fair. That I think sense. that that's what they're aiming aiming at is in, in the same way that Crush's Coaster does that it will stop you in front of a story bit yeah. in the rides and then move you off again. And I think that's what they're aiming for with this. Yeah, but we've we've uh, Crush's Coaster. Like it, it kind of slows down at yeah. those bits, doesn't it? But it, to me, it looked like it was. Con Although you were changing direction, you were constantly moving. So unless we're talking about 
you're looking at a screen that's similar to what they use in like uh, Kong. How, you know how how big are these screens? Because you're not you're you're moving. It looks like you're moving quite fast. Is, is yeah. the point I'm getting at? How much story can you get if you're moving quite quickly? Yeah, and from looking at the the concept art that they posted that Mister E was mentioning, it doesn't there doesn't look to be any screens in this. It kind of just looks kind of similar to um, Space Mountain with the lights on, basically. Yeah. It's just a lot of track. It doesn't. You, I can't see anywhere that there would be screens. So I don't really know, to be honest. And also yeah, it does. Way. It does still look a bit unfinished in that in that very short video. I thought as well. Uh, I don't know if anyone knows the answer to it on here, but I'm sure we talked about this when James Gunn was fired, that they were filming the ride footage when they were making Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah, we talked about that. Which they haven't done. And they're not going to do until next year. So if that's the case still, when when are we expecting this ride to be open? I would imagine the ride will come out when the film does. What's that, 2023? Yeah. I um, I don't think we're going to see it. It won't be next year. If they can't get Tron ready for next year, then this isn't going to be ready. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say yeah, this will be 2022 at the earliest. Yeah, it doesn't say when it's going to be available. I mean, it definitely looks like the track and the building are finished. Um, it does look like a proper indoor coaster. It looks a bit, to me, it looks a bit like um, rock and roller coaster with the lights on. Um, but it's interesting, the photograph that you see, there's actually three vehicles or it looks like three trains lined up side by side which is kind of odd so uh, yeah still got a bit to learn about this one I think I mean it still looks like a Costco warehouse doesn't it on the outside yeah let's, apparently let's we are, bones about it. we are meant to be getting some kind of update on Epcot in the next few days um, going into more detail on Remy on this on the, on the rebuild of the the hub um, there is meant to be something and I think it said the 19th so later on this week well I'm sure I'm sure they confirmed today uh, I think Josh confirmed today because that, uh, that's what I call him um, our pal Josh our pal Josh <laughs> my pet Josh um, <laughs> that was that was supposed to be a reference to my pet monster and it <laughs> didn't really work it sounds like a weird kind of sexual kink thing and that's not what i was going for apologies um uh, remy's opening next year yeah they've confirmed 2021 for remy yeah uh, i saw the signs going up outside though <laughs> yeah so it's, you know it's ready yeah it's it's done i they're just holding off until they can have massive crowds again and yet we still don't know if it's going to be 2D or 3D, do we? No. Well, I think now it's got to be 2D, isn't it? I think that's the way everything's going now, isn't it? Well, I just mean with what, you know, with what yeah. is going on. Full stop. Yeah, well, hmm. again, just looking at that little video, it's kind of interesting. They showed uh, some footage, and it's this is all like concept art. It's very, very quick, but 
the Avengers campus. That, that looks like there's some kind of 3D Spider-Man attraction. Yeah. It's been, I know that that was designed to be in 3D. Yeah. Um, they talked about that quite early on, and that's the same one that Paris is supposed to be getting next mm. year. Yeah, next summer. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. And they have shown some of that as well. Uh, there was some some footage of um, Imagineer looking over the work that was being done. Hmm. So. But no, I mean, Sinead, is, is Guardians the attraction that's going to get you back over to Florida? Uh, hopefully. Uh, ideally, I like. I think next year is going to be mental, so I'll probably steer clear next year. But I'm hoping 2022 that I'll be able to get myself back over. But, be, I mean, do you, do you think that that is a strong enough attraction that makes you think I need to get to Disney this year? Um, I don't know to be honest, but I also haven't been to Walt Disney World since 2015, so there's a lot of things that <laughs> have happened since 2015 that I'm like I should really go see. But um, it would definitely add to it. I hadn't noticed the the ride vehicle in the Imagineering story or whatever, but I looked at it and I was just like, this just looks like so much fun. So I would really like to. So give it a whirl. It looks really looks like ah, give it a whirl. See what you see. See what she did there. Yeah. Actually, to be honest, Nick, you know, if things were back to normal, I think most people would go back to Florida if they'd just given it's a small world with a fresh coat of paint. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Not me. Maybe a new song. No. Yes. <laughs> now it's all it, it will never get a new song. Maybe a rap version. Maybe they could get um, on. who did WAP? Cardi B, wasn't it? We'll get we'll get Cardi B to do the new uh, Small World song. Look at me trying to pretend that I know what Damn culture is in 2020. <laughs> Mentioning WAP. I know what WAP stands for, by the way, so don't worry about that, but don't ask me to sing it. Um, Jonathan Wass likes WAP. It's the kind of joke I'd make. Look at what I've done. I've polluted this team. What? What? Oh, oh God. Um, Mister D, as you as you made yeah. the calling joke, <laughs> what do you want to bring to the table? Uh, okay, so I mean they had their um, their quarterly call, didn't they? Um, some they did. some kind of good news and good news and bad news, but we won't we won't linger on the bad news. But obviously, as expected, Disney took a, a big financial hit. They reckoned it was somewhere in the in the area of two point eight billion in their in their financial year. Um, but there were some positive things in there as well. Most of the parks the, the parks that have reopened were were turning a positive contribution in the last quarter. So they're kind of covering their costs when when they're open, which is which is good. Um, but park capacity is has been increased by another ten percent, so they're up to thirty five percent in WDW, wow. and it looks like things are ramping up for the holiday season. Um, JPEG said that between October and January, which is their next uh, financial quarter, their quarters run um, a bit differently. Um, but their 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 bookings of the I guess this must be of the hotels that are open, but the seventy-seven percent booked. Um, so yeah, uh, some some good things in there. You would you know you, you knew they were going to take a hit financially, but but definitely some good things in there. And they're talking about 
2021 will obviously be be down on on previous years, but they specifically talked about live sports coming back and live theatrical entertainment, and then uh, optimism about people traveling. Now that one I think is is very much vaccine dependent, but um, good to hear them talking about live theatrical and live sports entertainment and hopefully hopefully there'll be some cast members rehired in connection with that as well which would be good they're gonna have to mm-hmm. i mean the parts well i mean I, we're not there sorry okay maybe maybe we're talking about them but um you would think that if the parts kind of go back to near normal capacity yeah. they, they will need to bring back quite a lot of members of star mm-hmm. maybe not everybody um they may not be able to bring everybody back or them but they may find ways of not buying uh bringing everyone back but yeah i i think we can assume that that's going to be the case yeah and they have upped capacity yeah. already yeah that was Is confirmed in the 35 percent. yeah 35 percent. yeah they're up 10 percent. which is a start yeah it is and they said they they were pretty much fully booked hotel wise for Thanksgiving. Yeah, which is also another plus point because it's it's money it's money coming in. Yeah, I know that uh, some days parks are already at capacity uh, during mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. I saw that on a few forums that um, some guests were complaining that they couldn't get park reservations for certain days. Yeah, and with that, you know, they're extending the opening hours at Disney Springs. Um, things are going to be open until 11 at night. And I think that's right through the week as opposed to as opposed to now where it's just the weekends. Uh, they're bringing back the Voices of Liberty for the holiday season, which is good. So there's some live entertainment coming back. Um, so yeah, it's good to see that. Hopefully it just keeps on going like that and on the back of a successful vi- uh, vaccination. Be good. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be, it's it's going to be an interesting six months. Definitely. I think these six months will teach us a lot. That's my expectation. Once once these things start rolling out, I think we'll we'll have a clearer idea. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, look, some of the people that uh, listen to this that we're friends with, we know they've, they've already booked for next September to go. Me personally, I'm not that optimistic at, at this moment in time. I'm not that optimistic that we will be able to go at that time. Um, but that's why I think this, these next six months will be crucial because I think we will, at, you know, in that time frame, get an idea of how likely that's going to be. Um, and let, let's hope that it is. Yeah, you know, definitely. Uh, P Dubs. So, yeah, it, I don't know whether it's so much of a, an update on, on what's going on with the park, but yesterday afternoon, uh, the resort issued a community update um, for this evening. So I'll, I'll read it out. We will be conducting some routine fireworks testing around different areas of Magic Kingdom Park this Monday night, November the 16th. So while we're recording or in the near future, from 10 p.m. to midnight, we will do our best to keep noise at a minimum and apologise to our neighbours and guests for the late-night inconvenience. So whether it is a, they're starting to figure out 
how to do a nighttime spectacular or whether it is just their routine. Um, I'm guessing they probably haven't done these routine testings for the last six, seven months. I've not seen anywhere that they have been. Um, so to me, that points out that they are testing firework shows of some kind. If I was a betting man, I would say it's probably more routine than we're bringing this back next month. I would too, but the fact that they haven't been doing them makes me think that they may be testing some slimmed down version yeah. of one of their shows. You think they'd do something for Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year, wouldn't you? I mean, even yeah. if it was, you know, something at a distance where you could socially distance, I don't know. Well, I don't think, and P-Dubs, I know we're going to talk about this on the next episode. Well, I don't know, but I assume we might talk about this on the next episode of Discover DLP. But um, I think Disneyland Paris have said that they're not going to be doing fireworks Yeah. this year. They're going to close the park at 11. Normally they close the park, I think, at 1 on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Slash but then we have day. to take into account they're only open for about 10 days. Yeah. Oh, if no. They I, can at all. Yeah. Well, yes. That's the, that's the other thing, isn't it? Um, but I mean, it, it, what they need to do is figure out how they can put on a show. It's, it's not just about doing the show. Doing the show is probably not that, so much the hard, but even if you're doing a bridged version, what's going to be harder is managing the show in terms of, of crowds. So if, they, if they've figured out a, a way that they think they can do this safely and adhering to guidelines, then that's obviously great. And yes, they should go ahead. If they're just bringing back fireworks because they think they can, they can do it, or because of the time of year, that doesn't fill me with much confidence. I, I wonder whether what they could look at is the same way that they've done with the prides. And just have them randomly short bursts of a couple of minutes of fireworks and then you're done. And then another one half an hour later or mm. something like that. I wonder whether that might work better. Maybe. And that, that's what makes me think when you're testing for like two, three hours, mm. it seems strange that you'd spread it across that kind of time space if you weren't testing, like doing something different to what you'd normally do. Because those fireworks, you could get them done in 20, 30 minutes. Mm. But to have it for two, three hours seems a little bit strange. Yeah, because I know they're not doing the tree lighting this year that they would normally do, but they're doing castle projections that change every so often. Again, just so people aren't crowding in the hub. So yeah, you could be right. They might just be doing short bursts of fireworks instead of the whole big show here's a question how many years do we think we've got left of fireworks at disney parks they've already streamlined them haven't they at disneyland they've yeah they've at disneyland they very much went into we're going to rely on projections Especially with like Mickey Mouse dance party that they did, didn't they? The the birthday thing they did at Disneyland, yeah, and that was that was great. Yeah, that was great. Um, I just I just think now with with the environmental issues, with the cost as well, 
I mean, God no. I, has anyone ever found out what a budget is for fireworks? It was, it was something, something ridiculous. Yeah, millions. It's, yeah. Um, you know, I, I think with that, I, I just, I, is there the need for them anymore? When you've got so many good things that you can do instead, like you know, the fact the projections on the castles look so good now. You know, the, the, the quality of them is is so stunning and clear and crisp. And then spend that budget on parades. We've we've lost those nighttime parades in so many parks. Yeah. And for me, I'd much rather sit and watch a parade and have some interaction with somebody than stand there with my head looking up at the sky for half an hour. But I don't is... think the fireworks are going to go away. I think I think you are going to see less and less of them. It'll be interesting to see what happens when the new Epcot show comes and just see how firework heavy that actually is. Um, but I think they certainly could be dialed right back. So, you know, special occasions, 4th of July, Thanksgiving, you know, Mickey's not so scary, Mickey's very merry, you know, those kind of things. Because people like them. You know, I love fireworks. I'll be, I'll be honest. Yeah, but I, um, I love meat. Yeah. Don't mm. now. Oh, you. Uh, yeah. I think either way, like given the cost of them, um, I think they would have started pairing the back. And when you look at all the new fireworks shows that they've brought out, every time they bring out a new one, there's less fireworks. Like even if you look yeah. at the Halloween fireworks that they did last year for the first time versus. Hallowishes. Hallowishes was incredibly firework heavy and the new show really wasn't. It was about the projections. Yeah. So I think either way, every time they redo these castle shows, they are more projection heavy. And it's definitely due to cost and probably due to the pressures of everything going on with the environment. But I think COVID will absolutely have kind of sped up the process of reducing the fireworks. But I would imagine, particularly in the likes of Walt Disney World. I don't think they're going to necessarily stop doing like the big 4th of July fireworks because obviously that's so yeah. ingrained in American culture. But I think, I think we will see less and less physical fireworks and more projections. Yeah. I think they will be the kind of thing that you will see at the paid events as well, like the yeah. Halloween parties and the Christmas parties. And it'll be, it'll be an extra reason for, for paying the ticket price to go and see like real fireworks. That's, that's, that's another point as well. I was going to also mention the fact that, you know, Disney still kind of going a bit drone heavy, not drone heavy, but they're still doing a lot of stuff with drones for special events. Like they just did one for the Mandalorian thing over in Berlin. They lit up the sky with a massive Mandalorian helmet um, that was done using uh, drones. So still kind of doing bits and pieces with that technology. Um, But the problem with doing fireworks so often... Massive, massive German helmet. Oh, Randy Craig was here. Um, but the, 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 but the thing with fireworks is when you do them five times a week, four times a week, they're not special, are they? Whilst if you kind of concentrate on like projection shows or things with drones uh, as your kind of main entertainment and then did, like you were saying, Mr. D, the fireworks for 4th of July, Thanksgiving, Christmas or hard ticketed events, um, they'd feel more special. Yeah. So it's kind so. of a win win. They're saving money by doing less fireworks, mm. but then the people that really want to see them will go to one of these events to, to do so. Yeah. And pay. 
Okay. Yeah, I think so. There you go. I thought that was an interesting discussion point. Yeah, good um, question. Okay. Well, let's keep on with the happy news. Um, I haven't read this story. You know, like sometimes you just see a headline and think that's almost enough. It's kind of what I got with this. Um, so the headline here is uh, man on LSD charged after attacking Disney security guard. Oh, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll read you more. Um, but do you know what I mean? You see what I mean? Like that headline, it's almost like, do I need to know any more? But I'll give you yeah, more anyway. To be fair, it gives, it gives you the story, doesn't it? Yeah. That, that's the good that's the job of a good journalist right there is by you know kind of incorporating the story into the headline so you know what you're walking into um a man from south florida attacked a disney world security guard at disney's animal kingdom uh, last month and has now been charged uh, according to the orlando sentinel a disney guest who was apparently on drugs was he apparently make your mind up um attacked a disney world security guard at <laughs> Dino Land USA. <laughs> Had he been on Prime Primeval Spin? Well, Prime look, Mabel I mean, if you're, if you're on drugs, if you're taking LSD in Dino Land, you probably think those dinosaurs are coming after you. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I uh, wonder what he thought of the carnival games. Well, I don't, I don't think any amount of drugs is going to make those any more palatable. Um, I'll name him James Arvid. Nice one, son. 19 from Popano Beach. Uh, arrested in charge of battery on the security guard and a third degree felony. Uh, he pleaded not guilty. Uh, a, uh, a statement from the Orange County Sheriff's Office's deputies at the scene said, we do not tolerate violence of any kind on our property. Uh, oh, sorry. The spokesperson for Disney, that was. We do not tolerate violence of any kind on our, on our property and appreciate those, including the Orange County Sheriff's Office deputies who quickly came to the aid of the cast member yes mm, why, is it, why is it always animal kingdom that's where the gun was right that was on dinosaur wasn't it oh yeah that's right yeah fell over a bag yeah yeah well I, i've heard about it at magic kingdom as well wasn't that where the grandmother got caught packing a piece i think i think you could be right yeah and there was that scrap in disneyland was it last year Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a that was a bitch bitch fight, wasn't it? Jerry Jerry Springer come to life. <laughs> um, uh, he James no, they put, might have been on LSD. Nah, I think I think it was just like, just the heat. It's the um, so this yeah. guy put the guard into a headlock and held him down. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> from behind. <laughs> Amazing scenes. I look. Yeah. I mean, it's it's obviously horrible, and I do feel sorry that the security guard went through that you know that's that's not good but no. i also want to see it disney world's the best place for a boxing match i should know why what did you do <laughs> Dev, i never told this story i i nearly had a fight with someone at phantasmic <laughs> oh i've definitely never heard this story come on now no i mean yeah. well <laughs> bring look, your chairs it, kids it was it was bad enough look my mother-in-law at the time was going through chemotherapy. She she got cancer, which she's she's clear. It's all all fine now. But she was in a in a buggy in one of the electronic scooters at the time because she couldn't walk. So we got like a disabled badge. Everything was fine. 
Um, when we went to go into Phantasmic, we had a, a guide. No problem at all. So we're all following him. He's got one of the flashy lights so we can follow him. And this guy came up the stairs and um, tried to push in between us. And obviously we were trying to go along with the flow with, with everybody. And he did it once, tried to push in between the person that was behind the wheelchair, the buggy. Um, couldn't get through. They carried on going. Then he tried it again with my sister-in-law. Um, and eventually she was like, just, if you want to just go. And he started melting off at us, um, telling us to F off back to England or London. In fact, despite the fact that most of the family are from Nottingham, um, <laughs> um, he'd obviously been drinking, obviously had a, a long day with his family in the parks and had been drinking somewhere. Um, and he raised his fist to hit my sister-in-law not good um and my wife my wife pulled her away and caught his hand as he'd gone to throw his fist and then he was raging and i, I just stood in the way pushed him back down the stairs and eventually a uh, cast member pulled him away jesus um, so i was very close to knocking someone out at disney i mean good lord Look, if there's two things I know, it's this. One, don't ever threaten a northern woman. No. And secondly, <laughs> just full stop, don't don't raise your fists uh, at a woman. Yeah. And I'm not saying that because, uh, I mean, obviously the, the obvious response to that is because obviously violence against women is deplorable. Uh, but the other thing is because when you raise a fist to a woman, it is almost like a demon is unleashed inside them yeah like the banshee Sinead pretty much like go. a banshee um and you do not want to 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 witness that and I've witnessed that firsthand that kind of thing happening and so not not because I did it but I was at somewhere where that happened so just don't do it yeah. um I do love though that the 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 go-to for a lot of um drunk Americans that are that way inclined is to assume that you come from London yeah if you if you got any hint of uh, an accent that isn't American, and I hadn't even spoken at this point, so he hadn't heard me. To be fair, P Dubs, if somebody asked me if I didn't know you, and somebody asked me where where is P Dubs from, based on your accent, I I wouldn't be able to place you. No, it's all That's... Dick Van Dyke's fault, anyway. <laughs> yeah, look, people people only know where I'm from. Because I'm a Cockney wide boy and I talk like an idiot. That that's the only reason why people would ever know where I might be from. Most most accents, I think most accents in England are pretty nondescript. Yeah, unless you're like in one of the hotbeds, like a Liverpool oh, Craig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's what I mean. Like you, you can't say that job, generally, Dave. but yeah, yeah. Certain certain pockets, but otherwise, yeah. Well, that's that's amazing. Uh, maybe he was on a listy. Who knows? Maybe, maybe he was. Um, but yeah, I thought I just <laughs> I hadn't seen the story like that for a while, so I I thought we should uh, <laughs> bring that up. Um, Sinead, was there anything else from you? Um, I don't think there was. No, not inside parks. Hmm. Um, I mean, there there was a there was a few updates I saw today on on attractions. P-dubs I would normally 
throw that over to you but i don't know if you uh, you know because this stuff kind of happened today i don't know if you've actually seen any of it or not i've i've looked at a few bits yeah i i watched the the videos and everything that was on on youtube this afternoon and and bits and pieces so um, they, they talked a bit more about web slingers yeah which is the spider-man attraction which is still scheduled to open in, in uh california next year yeah which is positive yeah yeah, they're, they're well ahead. They're way ahead of Disneyland Paris. You say that. You say That's that. But those, those French are sneaky. Yeah. But I know what you mean. Um, I, I saw I saw the bits from the um, the uh, Art of Marvel Hotel. I can't remember what it was called then. <laughs> um, but I think we'll talk about that on, on Discover DLP. Um, they're still... They're, this this article suggests that um, Guardians of the Galaxy is opening next year. I just cannot see that happening. I, ca- I can't say it either, especially with Remy being pushed back. Yeah, I can't have everything open at once. Um, did you see the updates from the uh, Galactic Star Cruiser? I did. Yeah. The, the little cabins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, did you see this, Shanid? Is that Flynn? Yeah, I don't know what he's just. He's tap dancing. Yeah. I don't know what startled him. <laughs> he was sitting there all calm. He's on a chair. really excited about the Galactic Star Cruiser. As soon that's as I mentioned is, Star yeah. Cruiser, that's when he when he flipped out. Um him and his cousin Chewie going for a uh, if only. Um have you uh, have you seen these these cabins, Sinead? They look for the amount of money that I can only imagine how like this is going to cost, they look crap. like they look about the size of a postage stamp and with the most impossibly small bunk beds you've ever seen in your entire life and a tv that's supposed to let you see into space who is going to sleep in that bed anthony daniels of course (laughs) no not anthony daniels um kenny baker (laughs) kenny baker yeah anthony daniels can't get his torso in one of those bunks he's a tall man he must be brassed off about that oh but i'm (sighs) Um, they they do look a little bit like a, you know when um, <laughs> I can imagine the hotel designers like. Um, so what I want to go for is futuristic travel lodge. I think I, I think they're going to rename the Star Cruiser All Star Space. <laughs> oh my god! Right, but it may be it may be like a cruise ship. You know, you get different classes on a cruise ship. That could be the third class cabins we're looking at there. Maybe we haven't seen the first class ones yet. Smuggler class. Yeah. I mean, seriously, BB-8 would just about sleep in one of those bunks. They're so tiny. They are so... And the thing is as well, like, I'm... I'm not... Obviously, I wouldn't be sleeping in one of these bunks. Um, But I, they look a bit claustrophobic as well. Yeah. Considering well, there's no the, windows. Like, yeah. Well, there is a window, but, you know, it's a... Uh-huh. It's a space window. It's a, a space window. window, yeah. Yeah. A spindle. <laughs> So it's a bit like the Disney cruise ships, which was, which was a really innovative feature, um, on the inside cabins, mm. where they they put the virtual porthole, so you could see a live feed, as if you had a porthole, and then they would superimpose it with like Disney characters swimming past or flying past or peeping in the window, or whatever. So it's quite a cool idea, but you could imagine it being a little bit claustrophobic, yeah. Considering. You know, you're going to be paying premium. I mean, I like the concept. It's like you're on a cruise ship for a couple of days and they've got all these different 
interactive things. I, I don't like the idea of it. It's going to be really interesting to see how how premium they can make that. Yeah, I, I to be honest, I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Wow. Um, it kind of looks like those hotel rooms that you see in like Japan or whatever. Yes, where it's like you get yeah. like a tube to sleep in. Yep, like this new Premier Premier Inn style that they they started building. They the, the basic ones where you've literally got a bag bed and that's it. <laughs> you got a bag, bag for yeah. a bed. <laughs> um, they're opening one of those up in. Um, I'm sure I've read they're opening one of those up in the Trocadero in London. Yeah, a pod hotel. That's what they call them, isn't it? A pod hotel. Yeah. Um, yeah, just I don't know. Uh, it looks interesting, but I just I can't see myself doing it. I, I'm intrigued to see what they what else they are going to give you to cause this price. Yeah, yeah. Because room alone is is really not worth it. No. Uh, also, they they talked up the Zootopia coming yeah. to Shanghai. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I didn't realise it does. Yeah, I mean the concept, the concept art looks good. Um, I hope, I hope it looks somewhat like what the the art does because it does look very much like the film. And we know from like uh, Radiator Springs that they can really bring uh, a concept like that to life. Yeah, you know, so that'd be that'd be good if they do. Um, what I didn't realise was that um, it became. China's biggest animated film in history. Yeah, yeah, it did really well over there. Which explains why I suppose they're doing it there, not somewhere else. Um, did we? Did I know you'll probably talk about it on Discover DLP? But did you notice there was not a whisper of the rest of the stuff that's going on in studios? So, other ga- Galaxy's Edge Light or Frozen? There was I, not a single mention of any of it that I saw, anyways. I kind of assumed that they only mentioned Disneyland Paris at all because Spider-Man was coming to California and also Paris. Yeah, and uh, then they showed the great truck from the Cars backstage tour. That is very true. Why? (laughs) Why have they done that? Oh, Oh dear. Um, Space uh, 220. um, Again, they they showed a, a kind of preview on that. Um, more virtual windows more virtual yeah. windows which didn't look great no. no but I mean we don't know what stage that's at do we no. really yeah. it should have been so, open three months ago yeah, yeah. Go, I, Mr. I, D, I'm come intrigued on. by that one no I, I mean I, I just like the idea of it again it's another it, you know it's a proper themed restaurant and you know thinking about future world and what that should be and all that it's it, it could be really good. I hope it's really good. I want to eat space food. I whatever I got, space food is stuck on tubes. I got some space ice cream, which I think has been thrown away. My mother-in-law bought it for me from the is science that the museum. Stuff. It was like it was dried food, and it was Neapolitan ice cream. Mm-hmm. But I. I, I I haven't seen it for a while. I think it might have been thrown away without me even eating it. Um, they're, they're also, they're saying Mickey and Minnie's Runaway uh, Railway is coming to Disneyland next year. Yeah. That can't be true, surely. The building's done. Oh, is it? 
Yeah, they've just got to put the ride inside it now. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong then. Well, to be fair, they've not been able to do anything in Disneyland, so they may as well just crack on and get the rides finished, I guess. Well, same with Paris for a lot of it, really. Yeah. That's why you didn't expect them to be further ahead on, on the expansions they wouldn't talk about. But uh, yeah, but I'll, we'll, we'll talk more about the art of Marvel uh, Hotel New York uh, on Discover DLP. So if you're interested in that, then you can listen to that podcast. Um, oh, actually, got, did I give some information about the rides at Zootopia? Um, they, the only thing they said that it's got one new attraction in it, one state of the art attraction that we haven't seen before. Huh. That was it. Interesting. It looks like they're quite behind on, well, not quite behind on development, but it looks like they've got a lot of work to do. Yeah. That's barely started construction. Interesting. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, was there anything else? The only other thing on, on that note, another thing they showed was the expansion that they're doing at Tokyo. Um, I think it's called Fairytale Springs, where they've opened, yes. they've already opened the Beauty and the Beast stuff, but they've got um, Frozen and Rapunzel still to open over there, the areas in that, that land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, um, they also talked about the cruise ships. So the Disney Wish is going to be coming in 2022. And then the other two will be 24 and 25. Hmm. Well, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the cruise industry has been hit even harder than the theme park industry. But um, fingers that crossed. Was one other thing that they, some of the cruise lines are starting to do test cruises, mm-hmm. and I'm led to believe that Disney will be doing the same at some point. Right. Yeah, I think it's a matter of time. Things span of time. Right. Well, if that's it for news inside the parks, let's go and have a look at see what's going on outside the parks. After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Um, few bits that I've seen. I don't know if we talked about this. So if we have Stop Me... But did we talk about the fact that the void is now permanently gone from Disney Springs? Yeah, we did, yeah. Sadly. Yeah. I knew it gone in downtown Disney earlier in the summer. Well, that, that was apparently due to a licensing agreement. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I was, I'm was. i gutted because I really like the void. I, I get yeah. at the moment why it's, it's hard to bring that back as entertainment. 
you know yeah. with, with the restrictions it's going to be very very hard for them to do so but um i think the technology is great and it was a, a really good experience and i was looking forward to doing it next time um i ventured over to orlando because craig had yeah. never done it and i was like you need to do this craig um because there's no uk location anymore there hasn't been one since the star wars um kind of touring exhibit closed um uh, i think actually i'm not sure if any of them are open now i know i know they've got some in vegas and a few other dotted around the world but i'm, I'm assuming they're probably still closed because of what's going on but um i hope it comes back someday yeah i hope so because I, I, i'm like you know, I've, I've never got a chance to try it and i've never been much later yeah very very good yeah, um what I did want to mention, and again, this is going to be more for our American listeners than uh, in the UK, is uh, has everybody seen the, the new Disney Happy Meals? No. Oh, this is exciting stuff, guys. Really exciting stuff. Uh, for me, anyway. Um, they've done... I, I'm not really sure why, but anyway, um, it's kind of a, 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 like a... Um, a theme based around Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. So they've released 10 toys. They come out this week. Some some locations have started um, releasing them early. So we saw um, like the, I don't know, the menu board or whatever of the toys. Um, but we saw that a few weeks ago. So I knew what the toys were, but they have started to come out. So uh, we've got Goofy driving the train from the attraction. We've got Mickey in a spaceship, which is supposed to be from Mission Space. It looks more like an airplane to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, you've got Minnie in one of the vehicles from Dinosaur. You've got Pluto in a Jungle Cruise ship. You've got another Goofy on Expedition Everest in a ride vehicle with a Yeti behind. Um, you've got Mickey at the top of the Hollywood Tower Hotel. Now, what's interesting about that one is, um, and I'm hoping it's not a sign of things to come, Mickey's actually um, out of the roof of the uh, Tower of Terror as if it's actually gone too far. I'm not sure if that's going to be something that happens in the future. Um, we've got Minnie and a sword on a Pirates of the Caribbean uh, boat, definitely not a ride vehicle. Uh, we've got Donald at the Mad Tea Party in the teacup. We've got Daisy on soaring around the world in a kind of. It looks like it's uh, the Epcot Spaceship Earth base with Mickey and a hang glider above it. Uh, and the final one is Mickey and Minnie in a car from the attraction as seen in one of the show scenes. So it's kind of that new style from the cartoons, mm-hmm. the new Mickey Mouse shorts. So it's it's strange because the new Mickey Mouse series starts this week on Disney+. Plus, But these are all tied to Disney World theme park rides. So I'm not sure what... You know, to me, you you would guess it's kind of tying into the Mickey and Minnie's Runway Railway attraction. Um, but it's also coming out the same time as the new animated shorts, so I don't know. Yeah. But fun. It's probably because it's Mickey Mouse's birthday this week, isn't it? On 
Wednesday? Um, it's ingrained in me from when I was a cast member because that's when oh. Christmas starts in the Disney store. I was going to say because I'm sure I'm sure his birthday party at Disneyland Paris was the end of November or the beginning of December, but that doesn't mean anything because, like the Queen, you don't you don't have to have one birthday, do you? Nah. Or celebrate it at a time. So, yeah, maybe maybe that's why maybe that's why they're doing it. Yeah, yeah, November seventeenth day launch. Officially. There you go. Uh, yeah, so if you like McDonald's or if you like Happy Meal toys or if you like both, then knock yourselves out. Have fun collecting. And if you want to send some my way because my son really likes those shorts, then please get in touch. Um, I, I think the chances of them coming to the UK are slim to none. Just because of what they're really based on. So there you go. Um, P-Dubs, anything from you? No, uh, just a couple of things that I know Sinead's been watching. One of them was the, the Magic of Animal Kingdom and uh, the right stuff I've been watching as well. Um, the, oh, is it good? Yeah, I've really enjoyed that. It's one of those ones that as soon as it's on on a Friday on Disney Pass, I'm, I'm grabbing hold of that. It's um, based on the, the US's first launch into space. Mm-hmm. Um, based on a book as well, obviously real life, um, and was a film previously. But um, yeah, few Great decent, film. few decent actors in it as well. I'm really enjoying it, giving giving you a proper insight. And I believe there's a a corresponding documentary as as, as well about the the real astronauts um, that I need to catch up on as well. So yeah, nothing really newsworthy, but just a couple of really decent shows that people might not have picked up on on disney plus is the um is the theme tune by new kids on the block <laughs> no it's not sadly what a shame, what a shame. um don't me actually there's a new show on disney plus if anyone's heard of it called the mandalorian mm. <laughs> yeah. is it called the mandalorian or is it called baby yoda's adventures sure. it, it may as well be called the baby yoda <laughs> adventure hour Baby Yoda eats shit with tentacles. Baby Yoda eats babies. Yeah, Baby Yoda eats anything. Very, very controversial. I didn't realise. I didn't realise how controversial that that episode was. Yeah. But very controversial uh, episode two of of this season, which I think was chapter 10. Yeah, chapter 10 overall. Um, I've got to say, like, you know, we watched... Uh, we've all watched chapter 11 now waiting yeah. for chapter 12 um and i'm i'm really enjoying this season mm-hmm. yeah i like it you know there was there's always that that tricky thing isn't it of, of following up something successful but they've, i've really enjoyed it so far so yeah. um there's some, there's some good um little videos on youtube which go through the easter eggs in each episode nice um, I'm just going to try and look back at, at who actually produced them, but um, I watched the one for the recent episode 11, and I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it was Looper. If you if you search for Looper, L O O P E R, I think he does one little video for uh, for each episode. Okay. 
Yeah, it's pretty good. A lot of stuff in there I didn't know because I haven't watched the animated series, but they pull in stuff from the animated series as well as the previous movies as well. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, yeah, Peter, you probably know more about that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. The uh, the the other Mandalorian that was in it, the the main guest star is from the animated series. Yeah, and and more to come. Yeah, next yeah. week's episode. Well, po- possibly next week's episode. They're, they're alluding to it. They've named yeah. the character, the but whether we see them rumor, next week or not. Yeah, the rumor is it's the one afterwards. Oh, well, I was only joking when I said that. Or <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's apparently it's not next week. Apparently, next week's episode is going to be another filler one, where he kind of gets stopped on his journey. It, like. <sighs> It's the littlest hobo with Baby Yoda, right? Yeah. And I, I'm fine with that. I've got no problem with that. But it is annoying my wife no end. Because she's just like, just just, just take him to where he needs to go to. Stop, like, wasting time doing missions that aren't getting you anywhere. It's a little bit like playing a video game, isn't it? Yeah. Well, the side to... Yeah. Side missions on the way to a big boss. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it, so it's, it, it's fine. It's fine. I was very happy with the frog people this week as well. Um, what else? Uh, Sinead, was there anything from you? Uh, the only other thing I saw this week is that they're doing kind of like a mini digital D23 by the looks of it this week. Oh, you, yeah. you've sold one of my stories. I'm glad you have. Yeah, so it's called D23 Fantastic World Celebration. So kicked off today with the Fantasia Legacy, a conversation with Eric Goldberg, and then there's also Star Wars A Galaxy's Edge, storytelling through merchandise, which I thought was an interesting an interesting yeah. topic, which, considering they've started whacking that merchandise everywhere. Which premieres in about 15 minutes mm-hmm. from when we are recording. Because yeah. I went to turn it on earlier and went, oh, it's a premiere. It's going to be absolutely no good to anybody listening to this podcast. <laughs> no, it'll be there now for you. Yeah, but yeah, they're doing stuff all through the week. There's a couple of them are gold member exclusives. Um, obviously, the one on Wednesday is all Mickey and Minnie themed, given it's their birthday. So it's globe trotting with Mickey Mouse and the Walt Disney archives, and then celebrate Mickey and Minnie on their birthday. So, if you're a D23 member, you probably already know about this. And if not, then you're like the rest of us and you can't watch any of it. Well, to be honest, I'm a D23 member, admittedly only silver nowadays, and I didn't get told about this. Somebody pointed it out to me. Um, who knows? I'm a Disney fan, but I didn't get an email about this or anything. I was quite disappointed, really. But it's good that they're whacking this stuff on, I'm guessing, YouTube. YouTube yeah. and the Facebook group, I believe. Okay. Cool. But yeah, so check yeah. check those out. Yeah, it's only um, creating Fantastic Worlds, a journey into Disney world building that's a gold member exclusive so everything else is is free to um everyone else i imagine but yeah nice little bonus um i just had a a couple of little bits um if you're in the uk and i know that this you know when disney plus was launching in the uk you know people were getting really uh, excited to be able to watch the mandalorian but that was only half the story because what everyone was really clamoring for was a chance to finally see the uh, 2019 Christmas classic Noel. Uh, and it I wasn't there. I forgot about that. 
So uh, that is launching on UK Disney Plus this month, the 27th of November to be exact. Is it is it on permanently or is it just that day? Because I'm sure I read somewhere that they're putting it on for a day and then it's what? gone again. What? But no. I don't know whether it's here or whether that's in the States, whether they've already removed it from the US. I definitely saw something earlier. I will... I can't do it now because I'm a bloke and I can't multitask, but I will have a look to see if it is on US Disney Plus. I do know um that uh there's this there's quite I think there's quite a few things missing from Disney Plus in the UK compared to the US. And one of the more glaring ones for me, for my kids at least, is uh Prep and Landing. Yeah. Neither of those specials are on uh, Disney Plus in the UK, but they are, I checked to the weekend, they are on the US version. So I wonder if it's just because it's something they'll add on close to Christmas over here. Because I don't think, I'm I'm pretty sure last Christmas nowhere showed it. Like Prep and Landing was a staple of uh, Channel 4 Christmas Day for years. But I don't think it was on at all last year. Aren't they doing some more shorts that I read? Oh, I'd love them to. I think Prep and Landing was really underrated. So I hope that's the case. But I've not heard anything. Yep, two new shorts. Oh, man, that's great. When are they coming out, does it say? Uh, it says coming soon, but people have started reviewing them. Oh. So it must be very soon. <laughs> Hi guys, sorry to interrupt the podcast, however, it came to my attention after we recorded this episode and I actually went to check the facts that actually there is no new Prep and Landing shorts. What P-Dub saw was a website that was advertising two new Prep and Landing shorts were coming to Disney+. Plus. They're new to Disney+, Plus. they're not new shorts. So it is the original Prep and Landing and... The second one, which I think is called Naughty and Nice, Naughty versus Nice, or something, came out in 2011 anyway. So, uh, still no new prep and landing. It's the franchise that Disney should really do something with. It's very disappointing, um, and I'm sorry if we got your hopes up. Mm, not my fault. Must be done because I know um, this the Star Wars Christmas special come out this week. The Lego one. Yeah. yeah. And I, I know people have. I've not looked at any of them, but I know people have started reviewing that as well. So, oh, well, fingers crossed on more prep and landing. I love that. I think they may even already be there. They're definitely not in the UK one. Are they not? Well, Maybe I looked. I looked, come out the... I looked at the weekend for prep and landing in the UK and couldn't find them. Um, hmm. So they definitely weren't on their den, but that doesn't mean they may not upload in the meantime. No, they're not. So it must be US only at the moment. Very strange. I tell you what, some of the other omissions, um, the the Winnie the Pooh series are not on the UK Disney Plus either. Yeah. So the Book of Pooh and <laughs> Book of Pooh, Pooh. <laughs> um, and um, my friends Tigger and Pooh. Is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there was definitely one that Tigger was the lead character. Yeah, I'm sure it's my friends Tigger and Pooh, but um, regardless, um. They're on the US one, not the UK one, which is a bit odd. Yeah. Um, and also, if if the thought of Noel 
isn't enough for you or if you watched it last year when you had a us disney plus account before it launched in the uk which i'm sure no one obviously did that at all ever um on the same day that launches on the uk disney plus globally we see the release of black beauty Of course, let's not forget. I don't think anybody is as excited for this bloody movie about a horse as you are, Nick. <laughs> Excited? It's, it's not I mean, the horse, it's the fact that it talks with Kate Winslet's voice. Exactly. How could you not be excited about a film where Kate Winslet plays the voice of a horse? I mean, so so yesterday, just on something not Disney-related, um, Netflix have started releasing their Christmas films for this year. Um, I think there's the Santa Chronicles 2 coming out very soon. Yeah. Um, which was an okay, like it was fine. Um, and it's got this one's got 100% more Goldie Horn, so great. Um, but uh, they released a film called Jingle Jangle. Yeah. Now, I know what you're thinking, right? And yes, Jingle Jangle as a film title in the UK, probably not the best to go with. Really, a little bit savile for my liking. Um, now the, then, <laughs> now then, now then. But the family watched it yesterday, and uh, I was upstairs editing my daughter's podcast. They were downstairs watching a Christmas film because it's too early for me to watch a Christmas film, and uh, they were laughing and screaming and uh, having a whale of a time. So that sounds like uh, it's it's good and entertaining. So uh, if the thought of Kate Winslet as a talking horse doesn't do it for you, maybe go and check out. Uh, Jingle Jangle if you've still got a Netflix uh, account. And they've also got Alien Christmas coming out. Oh, they have, haven't they? Which is yeah. uh, the... Ah, God. The What's It Brothers. <sighs> but the guys that did uh, Kid of Clowns from Outer Space. Yes. But this looks a lot more family friendly. Yeah. I'm assuming it is. Yeah, I don't like... think we'll be seeing it at Halloween Horror Nights anytime soon. No. No, and it looks like an, a good old ranking Bass style Christmas uh, adventure. Um, the last thing I wanted to just bring up, and this is just a very quick story, is Disney have confirmed they will not be uh, using a CGI Chadwick Boseman for Black Panther 2. Yeah. Which, I mean, I, I didn't think they necessarily would do, but I think that's probably good news. Yeah, there have been rumours that they were going to going to use it for one scene and kill him off yeah um, i'm kind of glad they're not doing that yeah i think it's the best way yeah let you know let just just do a nice tribute to him no need for the i've got i mean i'm not saying I'm against that kind of stuff i mean i've seen it done well in films i mean i thought they did it really well with, with Leia last year yeah um although they they already had footage recorded with us so it was obviously easier to do um and you know they did a good job with it with uh, Paul Walker in uh, Fast and Furious Seven or whatever it was called. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's it's it's uh, like uh, nice for his memory to to not do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's see. Um, right, was that it for everyone? Yeah, nothing for so. me. Cool. Yeah, I think so. Okay, well, uh, thank you guys for joining me. Thank you, dear listener, for downloading this episode. Uh, please, if you haven't, like, subscribe, review on iTunes. Uh, is iTunes still a thing? I don't think it is still a thing, is it? 
Apple Podcast no, app. Apple Podcast. Yeah, or Amazon. If you're listening to this on Amazon, please give us a review there. Really appreciate it. It helps us get noticed. And uh, we'll see you for another episode in two weeks. Cheerio. Bye. 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 This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.